Welcome to Melden Law and Friends. We are going to have a great show for you today. Uh, we're going to talk about the great Gator baseball team that uh, uh, almost won the World Series last year. Came very, very close within uh, one game, as a matter of fact. And uh, we're very excited to have uh, two of the uh, top-notch Gator uh, boosters uh, with us today as well as uh, information on what's going on in the town. So uh, last weekend uh, was the Tom Petty Festival. Wow, uh, what a fun time. I was out there uh, all, all four days, actually, and we had a blast. It was uh, terrific music, uh, good friends. A lot of people from uh, all over the country and internationally came to the event. Melden Law uh, was the... Uh, title sponsor for the event, and we were very privileged to uh, be involved and uh, show our support for music and the arts in uh, our part of the world here in North Central Florida, and certainly Tom Petty uh, is the most famous musician that's ever come out of Florida, and we're very proud to uh, be associated with the event. I'll tell you, next year they're going to be doing the event again, and Melden Law will be involved, so... Uh, uh, check, uh, just put it on your, your uh, calendar. I think next year it's, uh, no, uh, October 18, 19 and 20. Uh, his birthday is on Sunday, uh, October 20th next year, 2014. Uh, great time. And the, um, uh, we had a really nice event over at the Cade Museum, uh, Friday night to support, uh, the, Tom Petty Wildflowers exhibit at the Cade Museum. Cade Museum is uh, right near downtown Gainesville. It's an amazing, amazing place. They have an exhibit with um, the creation of the Wildflowers album by Tom Petty. And uh, it, it's really kind of cool. They have uh, him handwriting the songs. They've got a, the actual, I think he was using legal pad for most of it. Uh, and he would, you know, sit and rewrite and write and uh, rewrite it. Uh, it showed them uh, trying to put together the um, cuts from the album and which would go where. Uh, very interesting because uh, for those of you that are Petty fans know that there was uh, uh, enough songs for two albums. Uh, however, the uh, music people only wanted to put out a single album. So half the uh, songs uh, stayed in the vault. And it wasn't until after Tom's death that uh, his daughter, Adria, uh, and the estate decided to move forward and uh, release Wildflowers Part 2 in a, a complete album. Uh, as it was designed by Tom. So uh, we encourage you to support uh, the Cade Museum, uh, uh, Phoebe Cade Miles, uh, who's a good friend of ours, uh, really a, 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 just a charming lady. And uh, she got together with Adria Petty, who's uh, Tom's oldest daughter. They were there along with Bruce Petty, uh, who's Tom's uh, younger brother. And uh, it was just a beautiful turnout. The president of the University of Florida, Ben Sass, came and presented the family with an honorary doctorate degree 
from the University of Florida to Tom Petty. And uh, I think the University of Florida and the Petty Estate are going to be doing a lot of great things in the future to support uh, the University of Florida, Gainesville, Tom Petty, and uh, all things uh, Gators, because uh, Tom uh, loved Gainesville and the Gators, and uh, he even sold Coca-Colas at uh, uh, Florida football games back uh, many, many years ago. So uh, let's support the Cade Museum. The exhibit's there until the end of the year. So uh, Cade Museum, C-A-D-E, that's uh, named after Dr. Robert Cade, who invented Gatorade. Uh, and that's where the name Gatorade comes from. The Gators and Dr. Cade put together, you come up with Gatorade. So uh, for those of you that didn't know that, now you know the origins of Gatorade. Let's, uh, let's support them. And uh, wow, well, it was really cool um, hanging out with the Petty family as well as uh, Dr. Sass, who uh, is becoming a good friend of ours. Uh, the new incoming president at the University of Florida. So uh, a couple other things going on. Uh, we had the walk to end Alzheimer's Saturday, and uh, that was terrific. The uh, event uh, had thousands of people show up, and there were a lot of teams, individual uh, companies and uh, groups in, in Gainesville got together and put teams together uh, to support uh, the walk to end uh, Alzheimer's. And we are so excited because there's new drugs that have been sponsored uh, and approved uh, for the treatment of early onset dementia, Alzheimer's, to at least slow the progress. And think about uh, how many folks uh, that either you know or friends that you know that are uh, dealing with uh, folks that are afflicted by Alzheimer's and dementia and how it affects the family. And it really uh, does, um, you know, require a village to take care of somebody who's, uh, through no fault of their own, helpless to take care of themselves. So uh, let's uh, support uh, the Alzheimer's. This year, Meldon Law is donating $19.71 for every free throw made by both the men's and women's basketball team at the University of Florida. So every time you see them on TV or in person, you will uh, see lots of free throws. And uh, we are um, opening up uh, the purses to uh, support uh, the walk to end Alzheimer's. A couple other things. We have a winner, our battle at the beach for Aubrey Hope uh, uh, down in Weirsdale, Matthew Walker won the basket full of uh, Meldon Gator swag and a visor signed by Spurrier, Steve Spurrier. We are here at Steve Spurrier's uh, restaurant, uh, Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, and wow, what an incredible, incredible uh, place this is. We encourage everybody to come on down to Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. You'll have a blast, and uh, you can see the room that we're broadcasting in along with the rest of the museum. And by the way, it's the best restaurant in town. A uh, couple other things. Uh, oh, the Hair and Nail Creations Breast Wish Poker Crawl. That's right. Uh, to uh, support 
the Florida Breast Cancer Foundation. Uh, Jennifer Petrella won a Meldon Law uh, gift basket, and uh, we want to support everybody uh, down in the villages uh, who was uh, working on that. Uh, really terrific. Uh, in Wildwood, uh, kids in positive places, trunk or treat fundraiser event. I guess that's a play on trick or treat, trunk or treat. And it's in Wildwood on October 28th from 3 to 6 p.m. And it's going to, uh, they're going to have games, music, face painting for the kids, and all kind of programs. So uh, uh, check it out. Um, doc, uh, they'll, it's held at the Dr. Martin Luther King uh, Jr. Park in Wildwood, Florida, near the villages, October 28th from 3 to 6. Uh, bring the kids, the grandkids, whoever you know. Uh, we're trying to support kids in positive places. And this is a program that helps empower and support youth in our community to make positive life choices to reach their full potential. Uh, think about it. You know, by the time a kid gets uh, 12, 13, 14 years old, a lot of times their uh, uh, fate is quite predictable, uh, either in a positive direction or not so positive direction. And uh, I'm a big supporter of trying to get kids early and often uh, as far as teaching them what their potential is and showing them how to succeed in life. Uh, nothing could be a greater gift than to even take one child, help one person uh, succeed is, is a huge contribution to our community. So uh, kids in positive places, look it up. Uh, you can help and maybe you can join and uh, try to uh, maybe find one one kid that uh, needs some help. My wife Patricia is doing that right now with a, a wonderful 14-year-old and, and we really uh, think that, uh, you know, sometimes it takes a village, sometimes just one-on-one -on -one, uh, is what it takes in order to make things uh, happen. A couple other things coming up. We got the Fan Fest versus Arkansas uh, for football uh, November 4th. That's going to be huge because uh, the Gators are playing uh, Georgia, and then uh, after that they play Arkansas. Uh, Georgia, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, however, I can guarantee you that we're going to be having a blast for the Arkansas game. Uh, we have some incredible um, uh, swag that we're going to be giving away for the uh, Arkansas game. So make sure uh, that you show up, even if you don't go to the game. Uh, there's a fan fest right outside the uh, O'Connell Center where the basketball team plays, and you'll find an, uh, an array of really, really exciting um, booths. Uh, we think the Meldon Law booth's the most fun because you get to spin the Wheel of Fortune, win swag, and we're always uh, having a good time. Uh, Meldon Law <clears throat> was founded in 1971 in Gainesville, Florida. Uh, we handle uh, personal injury cases for people who have been uh, seriously injured through no fault of their own, and we help put them back on the road to recovery. Uh, we are there to help. All you have to do is give us a call at 
8,000 or go to meldenlaw.com and we will give you exceptional uh, client service. We'll make sure you get a great result. We'll also make sure that um, the experience is not a painful one that uh, you may need to go to a doctor and get healed, but uh, our job is to make that process as smooth as possible and make sure uh, that you get great uh, medical care, that you get a good result in your case, and that we take care of all the aggravation that goes along with uh, having your car smashed up in a bad wreck or any other kind of an accident. So uh, please give us a call. We've got a great team. I've got the best team ever right now, and we really uh, love hearing from y'all. So uh, check us out at MeldenLaw.com. We're getting ready to uh, take a break right now and bring on our Gator dugout gals and uh, see what we can do to uh, uh, kind of spark some interest in the uh, almost world champion uh, Gator baseball team. And we'll be back in just a couple minutes. Thursday, November the 16th, come celebrate the release of our Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, Lugo's Risky Rum. This exclusive release features a special spread of our farm-to-table food, rum cocktails, raffles, and a meet-and-greet with me. Each ticket includes a bottle of Spurrier's Single Barrel Select Risky Rum, and I'll sign the bottle if you'd like. So get your ticket before they sell out at Spurrier's.com. What are you doing? Well, I'm joining the band, of course. Since Melvin Law is the official law firm partner of the Florida Gators, I want to help. Dad, we're litigators. Let's stick to helping people in the courtroom. Well, can we still hang out and jam a little bit? At Melvin Law, we won't back down. I was going down a one-way street, and a girl that was driving her car T-boned me on my scooter. I ended up going for an MRI and discovering that I had two herniated discs. Coming to Cary allowed me to not have to worry about what doctor I was gonna see or what physical therapist I had to go to. They say, these are the people we trust. You're gonna have a great experience there. And I honestly did each time. Call Melvin Law. Your consultation is absolutely free. I was driving behind a lady and very suddenly she moved out of the way. There was a log laying in the road. And when I hit my brakes, I went on top of the log. I had two herniated discs. I just haven't been the same since. Jeffrey Melton fought for me all the way. Him and his team really went there for me. Throughout the whole lawsuit, he made sure that my bills was paid. It was never no whenever I called him and asked him for something. Call Melvin Law right now. And I was in an accident. Someone ran red light and hit me, and I was hurt. You don't know where to turn. Luckily, I called Jeffrey. These big insurance companies, they don't want you to win. They truly don't. But Jeffrey and his firm and the people that work here, they just really fight for you. You call the law offices of Jeffrey Melvin because you're going to need help, and they will help you. Call Melvin Law right now. Hey, Sammy, look who's there. Say hi. Hey! <gasps> you, you again! again. 
Melvin Law, Jeffrey speaking. Jeffrey! Somebody else hit us here! Here we go again. Friends, we are having a great time here today, and we're going to talk a little bit about baseball. Uh, I've got uh, two uh, great Gator fans. Uh, I've got uh, Henry Logan and Kat Davis here. Uh, how are you doing today, ladies? Excellent. Fantastic. Thank yeah. you. Happy to be here. Yes, yeah, yes. well, it's, Thank a, you for it's us. well, you're very welcome. It's an exciting time. Boy, the uh, Gators had an incredible year last year, huh? They had a fantastic year. We're so proud of them. It was a lot of fun, and going to Omaha was a real highlight last year. So tell us, uh, Henry, uh, how did you wind up in uh, Omaha? Well, the team went through the regional and the super regionals. Like it was nothing. Like it was nothing. <clears throat> the team that had been a little up and down, and then we were in Omaha. And it was as much fun as anything I've ever... 13 days of baseball. Wow. Now, did you get to go as I well? I did not Ken? get to go this, this past year, but I was there in 2017 when they won the national championship. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool, too, being yeah. there for when you actually bring home the uh, trophy. That was great. I swore I would be there, and so that was my third trip, and they, and they did it that year. Okay, so the next time the Gators are uh, going to Omaha, I want to be there. So uh, yes. tell me the secrets. Uh, do, were, you, do you have to make reservations uh, well ahead of time? Well, it helps if you're a seasoned ticket holder, because if you're a seasoned ticket holder, they have an arrangement so that you can get seats behind your dugout only for the games that your team is playing in. So uh, for each one of those games, the Gator season ticket holders were clustered right there together, and we could see the coach, we could see the teams, we could cheer as loudly as we could possibly cheer. <laughs> Nothing like LSU was cheering, but uh, we were delighted. Oh, yeah, LSU has been there so many times, and they have such a... A legacy yeah. at the World Series that they built up a following, and I, but I think the Gators are well on their way to doing the same thing. I agree. Uh, I agree, and this year is going to be a great team too. So they're a little younger, mm -hmm. but they have some real talent. So, um, do you have any recommendations as far as like hotels to stay at? And I, I imagine they're all booked up already. Oh yes, oh yes. Well, all I can say is. Plan on maxing out your credit card. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so everybody listening and watching, uh, next year the Gators are going to go to uh, Omaha for the College World Series. Yes. And uh, we're going to all follow them there. And I'm, I'm going to go home uh, after the show and see what uh, is available in uh, uh, as far as hotels go. You know, it's one thing to book the hotel and have it refundable. If you're really, really crazy, you just get the, uh, you just say, non-refundable, I'm going. Yeah, and, no uh, matter what. No matter what, right? And there are people <laughs> that go, even if yeah. their teams aren't there, they just love it so much. I was amazed. It's, it's a beautiful stadium. It is. It's um, very nice, very nice. It's pretty big, isn't it? It's huge. I mean, it like really 30, 40,000 mm -hmm. people or something? It's like the equivalent of a, of a AAA, yeah. you know, minor league team. And the Omaha people roll out the red they carpet. They love it. And it, every, they host 
there's tailgates by local people, and the stadium is actually filled with lots and lots of, of people from Nebraska because uh, they follow that College World Series just as much as those of us that are coming in. And it's, it's a party that goes on from noon when they open up until late at night. So let's talk about that because what's unique about the College World Series is it's much different than uh, football, certainly. You know, you have your national championship game and even... Even that, they they start the party a few days ahead of time, but uh, it's a, you know one day where the game is played. Uh, basketball, you have March Madness, but March Madness is spread out mm-hmm. over you know all these different venues. So the baseball World Series, uh, how many days did you say it lasts? Thirteen. Thirteen <laughs> days. So in thir- you have a thirteen day uh, extravaganza. Baseball fans. Who are also having a great time. Right. What do you do between uh, when your team's not playing? Well, they have a great zoo, and so everybody goes to the zoo, and they have a, a beautiful botanical garden. And then there are a lot of nice places in the area to just travel to and visit. Uh, we had friends because we used to live in that part of the country, so we did a lot of visiting of friends. What did you do while you were there? Well, uh, because I come from an airplane family, there's a sack museum mm-hmm. that's not too far away, as long as you have your car so you, or a rental car, so you can drive down there in the 45 minutes and do the sack museum. That's a full-day event. It takes up a whole day when your team's not playing. Right. And yeah, then you so. meet up with your friends who are there because they're all season ticket holders, and we got to know all the restaurants in the area. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's and there's great. a lot of good ones. And there are. Well, I'm very excited. So it takes place in June every year, uh, Omaha, Nebraska. And let's talk about uh, uh, Gators last year, and then uh, we'll talk a little bit about Gators next year. Okay. So let's talk about. I mean, last year um, we had uh, players that were. You know, Wyatt Langford. Oh, yeah. yeah. What was he drafted number four yeah, out of right. all the players in the whole world? <laughs> and not only that, if you were in Omaha, you got to see two of the longest home runs that had been hit in that park, and they were hit by Wyatt Langford. And it was great fun to see those things flying out of there on off the bat of Wyatt Langford. So the, those of you that aren't diehard fans, Wyatt Langford... Uh, it was a, an incredible uh, baseball player. Uh, you know, we're looking for, forward to him being the next Mickey Mantle uh, <laughs> because he's that good. He could be. Uh, right. You know, he's an amazing uh, player. However, there were lots of other really uh, top-notch players uh, that the Gators uh, had this past year that are going into the uh, big leagues. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Hurston Waldrop. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a pitcher that uh, was drafted high. Uh, Josh Rivera went to the Cubs, I believe, if I remember correctly. And Brandon Sprout. Brandon Sprout, yeah. But we have some great ones that are back, too. Yeah, so let's talk about next year, what's coming up. Well. Go ahead, Kat. You got the <laughs> floor. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've been going to the uh, fall scrimmages, um, paying a lot of attention, taking a lot of notes. We have a lot of transfers this year, um, incoming transfers that are seasoned players, graduates, seniors, juniors. um, Not all of them, but a lot of them are, which is unusual, a little bit unusual because 
now there's, there's a transfer portal mm-hmm. and that has made a difference in baseball just like football so um we you know we lost some people to the draft but we also got some seasoned players in so and we have a shortstop that came from alabama yeah. That looks like he might be able to play ball like Josh Rivera did. <laughs> so, we, yeah, we lost Josh Rivera, who's this great shortstop and uh, is going to be playing in the in the, the big someday. Uh, so now you got to replace that, and it's year after year after year. It's interesting, though, with the transfer portal, you're not getting high school kids coming in that want to be um, on the ball club, you're getting some seasoned veterans. Everybody has a shot at it. It's not uh, anything unique to the Gators. However, when you are a, a high-profile team like the Gators, I think it makes it a little easier to get top-notch talent mm-hmm. transferring in. And quite a few of them are Florida boys that um, you know went they to high school mistake. here. They made a mistake <laughs> early in their life, and now they're going to correct. Now they're going to come back. And they're going to go home to Florida, <laughs> yeah. which is great, you know. And I'm sure their family's happy that they'll they can come see them more often. They're not playing at Virginia Tech or Coastal Carolina right. or Alabama. They're here home now. Yeah. So that works out really well for us so, so colby was uh that's our alabama mm-hmm. person um he's a sophomore he spent his freshman year at alabama and um was their biggest hitter you know he did a great job and not only is a great shortstop but he um is a big time hitter too so you mean the long ball yeah the long the ball, ball. Well, he hit more home runs and so alabama was very hard to, you know very unhappy to see him go back to florida what but. about our pitching how are we going to retool i mean uh cags is coming back but jack caglione is probably the number one draft pick next year uh he's both a great hitter and a great pitcher um so what are we going to do to uh help him be- well we had some good supporting cast last year and they're mm-hmm. going to move up um, Brandon Neely. Brandon Neely. Mm-hmm. And um, Fisher Jameson. Fisher Jameson, yeah. yeah. And um, they've been playing a lot in uh, in fall ball in the scrimmages, and get, we're getting a good look at them. And, you know, we'll be scrimmaging against Georgia this Friday okay. up in Jacksonville. They always they do that now, the, the night before the big game, the big football game. So, so here we are. We're still in October, yeah. and the team scrimmage. That's a great thing about <laughs> Playing ball at Florida, you're in the South and you can play ball all year long. Oh, yeah. That's right. And uh, you know uh, the poor teams up north. You I know. know uh, Don't you know. I feel bad in March? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when we're playing and they're all you know trying to do it in an indoor yeah. facility somehow, it's hard for them. It is. And we've but, been watching Cade Curlin play second base, and he was great last year. And we're seeing some pretty so remarkable. You'll find field. some freshman stars yeah. like Cade stepped up last yeah. year and. Well, had I, the starting position for second base as a freshman. That's a little unusual, but did a great well, job. And look, Kevin O'Sullivan always has great pitchers, and I'm sure that he's going to bring in some fresh pitching arms that are going to be excellent, both you know uh, from high school as well mm-hmm. as the transfer portal, and that uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna be there. Uh, when you have when you lose you know some of the great pitching that we had this year. You know, you keep wondering, well, how are they going to, you know, come up with so many great pitchers again? But, uh, you know, uh, O'Sullivan is a heck of a um, coach. And a heck of a recruiter. Yeah, and I think P. 
pitching is probably his, you know, because he was a pitcher, right? He was a catcher. Catcher. Oh, yeah. catcher, but he knows how to manage But therefore pitching. he knows all about pitching. Yes. Okay, so he he knows, but, but he always brings in really top-notch oh, pitching he talent. He always, we always have a... You know, recruiting class full of pitchers. Mm-hmm. So he says you can never have enough pitchers. So, <laughs> so anyhow, so um, Henry, you were the prof- uh, or are currently professor emeritus at the College of Dentistry Health and Science Center. You retired in 2014. Right. So uh, you taught all our young dentists how to be <laughs> dentists, right? Yes, and and a few other people too, right? Yeah, yeah it was great. Uh, I came from the University of Iowa in 1999, and uh, it was the best career I could have made. It was fabulous here at the University of Florida. Now, what did you do before then? Well, I, I've always been a university professor, and I was at the University of Iowa there to largely I do head and neck research, head and neck cancer research. So I was a researcher and worked with young dental students and uh, then worked in the community to look at health disparities. So it was an exciting time, an exciting career. And then in 2014, when I retired, and I finally had time, then I had time to really focus on what I loved, which was baseball. <laughs> well, yeah, but you, you must go back in your early days, yes. right? Yes. So tell us, talk about your, your first recollection of baseball. When I was 10, we went on the only family vacation we ever went, and we drove from the farm that I grew up on in the Kansas-Oklahoma border to St. Louis, Missouri. The big city. Oh, yeah, to Sportsman Park. And I saw the St. Louis Cardinals play the Brooklyn Dodgers. And I saw Jackie Robinson and Carl Farilla and Roy Campanella. I saw Don Newcomb pitch and Pete Preacher row. Stan Musial hit a home run, and I was hooked. (laughs) And then, many years later, well, when I was at Iowa, we were close enough to Chicago that we could go in for the Cubs games. And that was a fabulous experience. Yeah, and it's not only the Cubbies, but uh, their ballpark, which is so special, you know, that, uh, you know, for those of you that don't know, the Cubs have, uh, you know, this incredible park until... I don't know, 15 years ago, they didn't even have lighting. It, it, right. it, it, it was all day games. And uh, I knew about, um, I knew more about Chicago White Sox because I was uh, born and raised in Cleveland. Uh-huh. And we were American League team, right? So we, we you know, knew the Chicago White Sox uh, pretty well because they were uh, rivals of ours. But the big rival we had, of course, was the New York Yankees because mm-hmm. they were... Back then, when when we started watching baseball, you had the American League and the National League, and whoever won that uh, league played in the World Series, and that was it. There wasn't all these playoffs and all this stuff. I like the playoffs because it opens up more teams to be able to compete. However, um, when I, in 1954, I was already hooked on baseball because the Indians had won the World Series in 1948. I was born in 1944 and Cleveland was a big baseball town. Always was, yeah. And so uh, I I go to some of the games and then uh, the magic happened in 1954. Uh, The Cleveland Indians became the winningest baseball, major league baseball team in the history of the American League. 
back then they only played 154 games. Now they play 162 games. Long season. (laughs) And the Indians won, this is unbelievable, 111 games in a 154-game season. I didn't know that. So for those of you here, my father father had a friend who had a bar right near the stadium. And I this is a, a ball signed by all the members of the 1954 Cleveland Indians. And I counted the number of Hall of Famers on this ball. <laughs> and there's nine Hall of Fame members on this ball. And um, it must have been signed right after the season because Rocky Calavito mm-hmm. and Herb Score are on that. And they didn't start until mm-hmm. 1955. But all the members of the 54, like, so there's five members of the Hall of Fame that were pitchers that pitched in 1954 for the Cleveland Indians. There's a guy named Bob Feller, Bob Lemon, Mike Garcia, Early Wynn, and Hal Neuhauser. So anyhow, you could tell that I get really... Bob Feller, yeah, Bob Lemon, boy, I remember that was you listen to those games because we'd listen to them <laughs> and you know I'd rush out to tell my dad this is what happened today and tell him what the scores were and I remember Bob Feller very very well from those yeah days. well Rapid Robert was his name and and he started his career in the 1930s at the end of the 1930s and he was pitching at uh, over 100 miles an hour. Uh, back then, for those of you that don't know, if you can throw a baseball 98 or 99 miles an hour, that's really, really, really fast, right? <laughs> when you get up to 100 miles an hour, it's like lightning. And uh, he he had the most incredible career. Uh, however, he was a war hero and uh, missed four years of his major league career because he went into World War II, like many of the baseball players uh, did at that time. And uh, for those of you that look up great, you know, great pitchers, you know, Bob Feller was incredible. Mm -hmm. So uh, anyhow, so my story goes like this, okay? I'm in, I'm 10 years old, and my dad um, makes arrangements to take me out of school, which is a no-no. I never, (laughs) always had perfect attendance. He said, son, we're going to... We're going to go see a World Series game. The Indians are playing the New York Giants. And, uh, you, you know, we, we made all, all the arrangements. Uh, and it was going to be uh, game five in Cleveland. Well, what happened was in game one, uh, the Indians have uh, runners on first and second. It's the eighth inning. The game is tied up. And uh, Vic Wirtz, who was a big home run hitter, hits this ball. 470 feet to center field, which is a long friggin' way, okay? (laughs) Unfortunately, the polo grounds in New York um, were, uh, had the deepest center field in the major leagues, and um, that's before they tried to encourage home runs, right? So they had these really huge cavernous ballparks, and a guy named Willie Mays goes back uh, to center field and miraculously catches this ball with two men on, the, the game's tied in the bottom of the eighth, and uh, or in the top of the eighth, I guess, because the Indians were visitors. Anyhow, um, 
that completely devastated the Indians. They lost that game in uh, extra innings, and they went on to lose the next three games. And they they never got to Game Five World oh. Series. So my ticket to the oh, World no. Series went unused. Oh, okay, no. uh, and and you know I cried. I was very upset uh, with uh, with. Uh, Did you keep the, the ticket? <laughs> Do you have the ticket? My dad had it. <laughs> <laughs> but I have that the ball. That would have been a collector's item too. I have, <laughs> so I have the ball here. Unused. Okay. Beautiful. So let, let's talk a little bit about the Gator Baseball Park because that's, um, you know, I go to all, if I'm in town, I'm going to most of the, the games. And I'm just, I, I'm a huge fan of the new ballpark. It opened up, I think, in 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, 2020 was a COVID year. They had the ballpark ready to go if we made the playoffs, but it was all messed up because of COVID. So 2021 was really the first year yeah. uh, that we had the ballpark. So it's three years now. And uh, I know, uh, you know, Cat uh, and Henry, I, you know, you guys go to almost all the games. Oh, yeah. Every game. Not all every, every game. Every game. Every game. So where are your seats, Cat? Um, I'm up on the diamond deck. Where is that? The second level. Oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, I call that the club level. Yeah, the club oh, level. That's right. Okay. That's right. And, and where, where do you Same, see? same okay. area. In fact, Cat and I say hello to we each other. Every, every game. game. What, what every section game. are you in? To 11. Oh, okay, okay, great. So right in front of the bar. I know, I know. Well, I I sit up there too. Okay, except I never get to my seats usually. I'm usually sitting on the on the um, the drink rail. The drink rail. Yes. 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 Okay. Yes. And uh, and that uh, my wife Patricia and I like it. it. You know, her mom is 90 years old and lives with us. And when she was a girl in Cuba, she played baseball. Oh, yeah. And even though she's suffering from dementia and Alzheimer's and all this kind of stuff, when we take her to the baseball game once in a while, she gets so alive and, you know, excited because it sparks memories in her of, you know, when she was younger and she knows the game, you know. That's great. That's That's wonderful. wonderful. Yeah, well, our goal is to go to those games until we're 100 years old. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, okay. mine's on the back row so that I can get in and out when I'm in my walker. <laughs> okay, so everybody uh, listening and watching, okay, if you want, whether you know a lot about baseball or not, you will have a blast. Go, go, yeah. to, go to the Gator Games. Uh, they start in February, I think, right? Yeah, usually starts? in the middle of February. February, March, April, May. Beautiful weather. Really, you know, it's really fun. And um, you'll you'll see one of the uh, top teams in the country uh, playing in 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 my opinion the top ballpark in the country. They they finished this ballpark. I think it's sixty million dollar mm-hmm. ballpark, mm-hmm. and they made it so. F- Fan friendly, bring the kids. Oh my God, the kids have a blast. They go out in the right field and left field. Um, and they want to burn. burn yeah, oh, they there. love it. They have a blast. And they have That's the really play area friendly. there behind center field. Uh, there's the Adirondack chair section with um, all the food trucks and stuff. Um, they really, they really went out of their way to make uh, the ballpark. Uh, family friendly. As a matter of fact, it's called the Condren Family it Ballpark, is. right? Mm-hmm. And one of the things, Jeffrey, I want to say is that 
Kat and I are both members of the Gator Dugout Club, which is the Booster Club. And we raised nearly $100,000 so that we could have the display case for the National Championship tro Trophy from 2017. So when you go to that baseball park, be sure you go on that main concourse because when you walk over at the side, there is this beautiful display case that holds the National Championship Trophy. And we're all very, very proud of the accomplishments of that team. Wow. Well, you know, um, my longtime um, office manager was the president of the Gator Dugout uh, Club t two times. Whoa. <laughs> uh, back when Dave Fuller was here. And Dave had the most, he was the most fun of any manager um, ever. Probably too much fun. <laughs> but um, so I've been hearing about Gator baseball. Um, I don't know if you know Abby Knight um, or Knight, but at, during the 80s, okay, the, the Dugout Club, uh, to a great extent, sat on the back of pickup trucks and sat in the in left field in the old ballpark <laughs> because that was those, before my time here. <laughs> well, well, here was the deal. Okay, you couldn't drink beer in uh, in, in any of the stadiums around any of the NCAA stadiums yeah. wouldn't allow people to drink beer. However, a lot of people in the Gator Dugout Club like to have a cool beer while they watch the game. So they uh, backed the pickup truck up to a left field fence and uh, put some chairs up there so that they could see the game. And uh, they would sit there and uh, you know, have a cold one and uh, watch the ball game. Uh, Was that at McKeeson Stadium? Do you yeah, remember? At the yeah. Mac. yeah, at the Mac. Yeah. And so... Um, uh, there was, uh, you know, a lot of the folks from the Gainesville Sun, the sports writers were all there and everything. You know? <laughs> How I mean, funny is that? <laughs> I've never heard that before. Oh, that's uh, fabulous. So, uh, but let's talk about the Gator, uh, the Dugout Club. Yeah. Uh, if if anybody uh, who's uh, watching or listening, if they want to get really have a good time, you got to join the oh, club, right? Definitely, we do some wonderful things. We have a holiday party in which we uh, collect toys and we give them to a number of charities so kids at the holiday have lots of great toys. When and, is that? Well, it's in early December, uh, December 6th this year. And it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful, wonderful party that we hold. Then, in the, then the only really members only event we have is in January and we get to eat dinner with the baseball players and that is a high point. We have it in Touchdown Terrace and we usually have two or three hundred people that attend this. Albert comes, the band comes, wonderful uniforms of course, and uh, <laughs> we have great food from Paisano's and we get to sit with the players and have great conversations. I remember asking Josh, what was it, what was different about high school? And he said, oh, you know, he's, you got to be responsible for paying attention to everything when you're playing in college baseball. So it's fun to get these conversations with these, with these players. We have tailgates before many of the baseball games in the in the springtime, mm -hmm. we go to the SEC tournament. We raffle off tickets to the. Where SEC. is the SEC tournament this year? Hoover, Alabama. Oh, it's right. not Hoover, leaving. Yeah, it's yeah. always so, in Hoover. Yeah, Hoover. Yeah, 
my turn. It, we used to have to go play the SEC championship uh, in Hoover in the early days, and then finally they said Atlanta, you mm -hmm. know, would make more sense because I don't know Alabama and Bear Bryant had sway over yeah. the SEC. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. So that's the, that's why it's in Hoover, right? Because well, it's a really nice park. It's really big, and it'll mm -hmm. hold everybody. Because you know, I don't. How many teams get to go to? Well, it's not all. We're what we're. There are four that don't make it. There's only so, four that don't make it. Every yeah, other yeah, team yeah. has to go so play in Hoover. There's twelve teams. Yeah. That go, yeah. Whatever, ten teams. Yes. Yeah. Well, listen. So it'll so, hold everybody. So. so here's what I want to do. Let's do a call to action for those of you that want to join the uh, Gator Dugout Club. How do they contact you? Okay, this is important. GatorDugoutClub.org. Easy. All one word, GatorDugoutClub.org. And up in the corner, it says join or renew. Join the club. Because in addition to supporting the baseball team directly, we have a golf tournament. And that is a way we raise money to support the program. We've done scholarships. We um, The legacy gift for the display case I said something about, the concession stands. But then now we're working very hard this year to raise additional money that will go directly to the baseball program. And one thing, we are going to be having a silent auction online. So at that GatorDugoutClub.org site, you will see an, a little button that says, click on me to go to the silent auction. And we're going to have Gator memorabilia. We have Pete Alonzo memorabilia, a bobblehead from his time in the Mets. And a signed ball. And a signed ball. Oh, wow. And, and we'll uh, Wyatt a, Langford yes. signed bat. <laughs> well, so. Lots of good things to so I And, and uh, you can count on Melvin Law is going to put together a great gift basket that we can auction <laughs> off and get, put some signed stuff in because that, actually that's part of our deal with the Gators. We, we get um, signed balls and things like that that we give away to charity. Mm -hmm. And we're very grateful. Meldon Law has supported the tournament for several years, so thank you very much for doing that. Well, we're excited. I mean, here's the deal. I always brag that I show up at more baseball games than any of the other sponsors. <laughs> okay? and, and you all should do the same because it's, like, so easy. You know, usually the games are after work, you know, you know, you throw on some shorts, you go out to the game, you just chill out uh, for a few hours. If you can stay all nine innings, you know, like Cat does, that's fine. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, if you're, but if you're like me, you know, uh, you know, sometimes I stay, you know, all, the whole game. Sometimes I have other things going on, but I'll just go out there for a few hours and have a blast. And so I want to encourage everybody out there. To, uh, we have a gem right here in, in Gainesville. Um, our coach is awesome. He brings in great talent. We've got this amazing stadium, and it's really easy, right? Yes. I mean, it's so easy. Uh, you can you can walk up the stairs. You can take an elevator. You can do however you want to do it. And the food is really um, terrific now. It's uh, stepped up, uh, and you can get. Um, Light alcoholic beverages now, like beer and wine. You don't have to sit in center field <laughs> in uh, the back of a pickup truck, right, and watch the game. 
and uh, m more more than anything, you'll make friends when you go out there. Uh, That's so we, true. We always, it is true. You know, GatorDugoutClub.org. <laughs> GatorDugoutClub.org. So join. Uh, the season will be here before you know it. Let's get involved. And thank you very much um, for uh, joining us on Meldon Law and Friends. I'd like to uh, thank Henry Logan and Kat Davis uh, for joining us. And uh, go Gators! Gators! Yes, yes. <laughs> we'll see you thank all you. next week. Thank, thank you. Bye -bye. you.